what to do when things do not go as planned. Today is a real-time perfect example of how I can express this ADHD productivity hack (laughs) to get ourselves back on track. Let's jump in. Hey friend, welcome to the Joy Loving Home Podcast. I'm Joy, wife, mom of four, (laughs) and unorganized professional organizer. I have a heart for ADHD moms and kids. After spending years learning and organizing for other people, I realized there's a real need to turn the concept of being well-planned and organized upside down. It shouldn't be created exclusively by type A naturally organized people as a way to fix you or your home. Organizing, planning, and productivity should fit the way our brains think. Albert Einstein said, everybody's a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. (laughs) Well, fish, let's quit trying to climb trees while being given tips by well-intentioned monkeys who cannot understand how our brains think. Join me in the water and learn how to swim with the current of your life. It's time to choose unorganized organization and flexible productivity. It's time to choose progress over perfection. I'm in this journey with you, and together, we can choose joy. So I'm going to jump right into this one. I have five steps to take when your day that you had planned ran away from you for whatever reason, as often those of us with ADHD have happened. We're just going to figure out how to tackle it. I'm going to jump right in because today I was supposed to have recorded an episode, which was a part three of a four-part series on decluttering in February that you are writing on. Not only did that podcast not get recorded, but no podcast got recorded this morning and got out today yet as I sit here and record this at nearly 5 p.m. Eastern time. And that is because everything that had planned to happen in my day, (laughs) only one of those things occurred. What to do? First step, pout. (laughs) I want us to honor our feelings. Like These days are frustrating. They're disappointing. We tend to beat ourselves up a little bit. Like, I think it's okay to have a moment to pout. Like, have the little pity party so that you can get over it. If you try to stuff that down, it's just denying our opportunity to, like, actually experience the feeling. But then once we have done it, do not let yourself get stuck in it. Give yourself a time limit and go, okay, I'm going to just have a cup of coffee and sit here and do nothing until my watch to set me a 30 minute timer. But when that goes off, I'm going to be done with that feeling. So first step, pout. Second step, identify what is the most important thing that fell through the cracks. For my case today, it was this podcast because I really love this community. I really love how this podcast has been rolling. I've made you a promise for an episode that is not this one. (laughs) But I wanted to put something out there and I do think there's value in this episode that I am now recording and to let you know that tomorrow is a new day and I'm going to get the part three out to you. Identifying what was the most important thing that fell through so that you know what's missing. Let's identify that. Third, verify that what you actually missed is worthy of your time. 
there's a lot of times that we have things that are in our plans and in our schedules and on our to-do lists. We think they need done. And then when we don't get them done, classic actually benefit of being a procrastinator here is sometimes you procrastinate to the point where something is just missed and there's no recovering it. And then you realize like the world didn't end. Nothing happened that fell apart. Was it really worth my time in the first place? So don't go back and try and recover something that isn't worth your time. So just verify that all those things that missed were missed even deserve a space on that plan for tomorrow. And then the next step, observe what did you do with your time instead? I will predict there are one of two things that happened. You either ran astray in your sort of give a mouse a cookie kind of way in which you started down a path, you got distracted, and you did a whole bunch of other things that were never on the list, but that doesn't mean you weren't busy today. And that's where my day went. Or you got yourself stuck and you could not get yourself to move. And that one is really tough. I want to honor those days and those moments. And when we have those moments, sometimes you need to recognize them and just know that this is part of this existence with our brains that sometimes you can't get unstuck. Start to have conversations maybe with your medical provider or a therapist or someone where you can start to make plans on what happens on those days. That's not, I don't have qualifications to help you with that. Other than to say, recognize if those days happen and maybe recognize how often those days are happening. It may be a situation where you need to employ more tools than you have in your toolbox right now. If it was a day that was a completely frozen stuck day, That's a different discussion. But if it's a day where you gave a mouse a cookie, I want you to think back over that day and say, did anything I did get done instead have any value? In my case, I had a kid who came home from practice last night and had an injury. He was concerned enough about the injury to say, is there a way I can get help with it? When I was going to record my podcast this morning, I had a glitch with my software. (laughs) Before I could even begin to get it fixed, which is typically a quick fix, I got a call from a girlfriend in distress. I helped her through what she was stressed out about. Then it was time to take my daughter to PT. To She's been on a path of from a broken foot healing. And while I was at the PT, I asked them about who's the best person to see my son for his injury. I, while waiting in the car, was able to make a phone call to that doctor. They could see us today. I had to coordinate getting him to get to that doctor's appointment. Went to that doctor's appointment, which took quite a while. And then by the time I got home, here I am and it's 5 p.m. And I'm going to have to stop this podcast midway through to go get my daughter. So when I say observe, what did you do with your time instead? I'm saying, do I regret any of what I spent my time on today? (laughs) Absolutely not. I'm thrilled that I was able to be there for a friend when she needed me. And there is a blessing in being willing to drop everything and be flexible so that you can be loving. I mean, I I needed to be there for her and I don't regret that. Do I regret spending the time shuttling my kid to appointments and making sure his injury was safe and that he could heal correctly? (laughs) Absolutely not. Do I regret that my kids will see that I had the ability to stop and 
be there for them when they needed them. This is not an indictment on parents who work hard and can't get off and do things like this. I understand that I am blessed beyond measure to have the ability to be flexible enough for my kids. I understand that's a privilege and and a blessing. I'm not judging anybody who cannot. This is not a judgment thing. This is just when you have seen your day go off the rails, ask yourself, according to whom? According to whose measuring stick? If I am measuring my day based on can I check boxes and am I productive? Do I care? I mean, at the end of the day, will I care that I wasn't quote unquote productive today? No, I would much rather have the measuring stick be a memory that I was able to be there for the people I love the most. That is to me a far better measuring stick. That is me swimming instead of climbing the dang tree. Why did I have to be efficient and productive? Why? At what expense? Maybe that's the question. Once I have observed <laughs> that my day was still valuable, then it's really time to shake off that initial feeling I had about being frustrated and disappointed with myself. That's where I want you to always look at your day against the lens of your values. Look at the, your day against the lens of what's really important. And then quit beating yourself up. It's done. (laughs) It's done. The day happened and pluck those gems out of it. I don't regret a moment. I love this community. I'm sorry if I let anybody down who was waiting on a new way to declutter today. But the decluttering will wait. My kids can't. Not that I'm going to spoil them with always dropping everything. But these were important things. And that's okay. So the final step is to tackle what can be salvaged. And that's why I'm here right now on 5.15 p.m. still recording a podcast because I have a few more minutes before I rush off to pick her up from practice, before I worry about what's happening with dinner, before everybody comes home and the evening gets crazy. This is important enough to me to say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tackle this because this podcast could still be salvaged. And some of you won't see this until tomorrow. And that's okay. I just want you to know everybody's day doesn't go perfectly along a schedule, and I really don't think there's shame in that. Let me just recap. Pout, identify what was the important thing that fell through the crack. Verify that it's something to spend your time on. Observe what you did instead, and tackle whatever can be salvaged. And for those of you who know I love an acronym, that just spelled pivot. And if I could insert Ross yelling pivot on the iconic scene in Friends, I would do that right here. But yeah, my message to you is when things don't go well, pivot. Pivot. It's okay. Just make the most of continuing to create your joy loving home, not your efficient box checking home. See, that doesn't have the same ring. (laughs) And I would do want to send a message to those of you that are waiting on how to de-tackle, to declutter. In February, I had a, this week was supposed to be replace and remove and replace. And next week was supposed to be favorites first. I'm going to flip them. I'm pivoting. And the reason I'm pivoting is because when I introduce this to you in the next podcast, it is something that can be done very quickly in a single sitting where the remove and replace takes more time. 
And so I'm going to punt that to Monday so that you have the whole week to accomplish it if you want to. But the favorites first can be done in a 20-minute sitting if you want it to. So that's a good one to save for a short week that this has turned into. Again, pivoting away. (laughs) And until next time, choose joy. Did we just connect? Do you feel at home here? Oh gosh, then please do me a favor. I'd love to have you here for the next episode. And to do that, you need to follow or subscribe or hit the little plus button, whatever it takes to be here next time I drop an episode. And while you're at it, if you could scroll down and find where people rate and review the podcast, and if you would add your thoughts, it would mean the world to me. First of all, it would help other moms like us find me and they wouldn't have to feel so alone. But I actually just like hearing from you. It means a lot to know your thoughts and so that I can keep doing a a good job and having episodes that mean something to you. So connect with me. DM me on Instagram. I'm at joylovinghome. Or you can email me, joy at joylovinghome.com. Or join my community. It's bit.ly slash joylovinghomecommunity. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember... Keep choosing joy.